the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Welcome to your Monday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day. With your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. Produced by Joe Sibilia. With news guy Al Gatulo. And traffic with Debbie Duhame. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer. Well, what's going on, everybody? It is 6.05, coming up exactly 6.06 right now on the Joe Piscopo Show. No, it's not Joe Piscopo. It's Al Gatulo and Joe Sebelia. We are filling in for Joe this morning. He is uh, returning from Florida. He was down there for a weekend uh, gig that he did uh, yesterday. Um, I know he did a Sinatra show last night, but he was uh, flying back uh, at some point this morning back here, and he will be back on the program uh, tomorrow live from 6 to 10 a.m., but... We certainly have a jam-packed show for you today. Joe Sibilia doing a fantastic job, as Mr. Piscopo likes to say. He has no life because he's busy booking guests. Good Which morning, is not Joe. entirely inaccurate. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> How are you? Uh, so good. Uh, so uh, at 725, Joe DeGeneva is going to join us. I uh, talk about the uh, Trump $355 million civil fraud verdict. At 740, Sergeant Joe Imperatrice, the founder of Blue Lives Matter NYC. Uh, a very interesting story that came out in the Post over the weekend. A record of uh, over 5,300 NYPD officers have been injured on the job in 2023. We'll talk to Joe about that. We'll get into that story in just a moment. At 825, Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, a retired U.S. Army officer and experienced military analyst with on-the-ground experience inside of Russia and Ukraine. He's also the author of The Kings of the East, The uh, the Death of uh, Alexei Navalny, uh, the latest in the Israel and Ukraine wars. Uh, You know, this this whole thing of this uh, activist who is against Putin, who was uh, uh, murdered, and I'm going to say it, he was murdered. Uh, over the weekend, we found out late Friday that he died um, uh, from all the reports that we're hearing. You know, he was obviously kept. It, it sounds to me like he was kept in inhumane conditions. The prison he was sent to was at was at the top of the Arctic Circle, where I'm sure it's not exactly the uh, bastion of warmth. Uh, and apparently his food was slowly poisoned. Uh, he was given stuff that I guess had little increments of poison in it, uh, allegedly. And he was uh, he was murdered. I mean, look. There is nothing out of uh, President Putin's mouth that you should believe. Uh, I don't care what Tucker Carlson says on that ridiculous video that he had on X last week about how the bread is fresh and the bakery is this. This guy is not a good guy in Putin, and I wouldn't believe anything that comes out of that man's mouth. At 8.40, Brandon Judd is going to join us, the president of the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, New York City's handling of the migrant crisis. Uh, Mayorkas' impeachment. By the way, front page of the Post this morning. Um, migrants coming in, not south of the border, north of the border, right in New York State, come across from Canada, they get into places, there's really no border security. We've talked about it before. Tom Homan's been on the show millions of times talking about it, about how the northern part of our border is unsecured, even more so than the southern half, and people are just walking in 
uh, illegally, and we're doing nothing about it. 925, Jen Kearns, she's going to join us about the future of the Trump campaign amid the former presidential legal woes, uh, as well as observing President's Day, because that's what it is today. And at 940, friend of the show, Assemblyman Dove Hike, and we love having Dove on, former New York State Assemblyman, son of Holocaust survivors. Um, Governor Hochul uh, had an apology for her Canada-Hamas analogy. Um, we'll get uh, Assemblyman uh, Hyken's take as to former Assemblyman uh, Hyken's take on that apology. I am sure he is going to have some opinions uh, to say about that. But I, I want to start with this story that came out of the New York Post uh, over the weekend. The the number of New York City police officers injured in struggles with suspects is on the rise. A record number of cops have been injured on the job in 2023. The Post reports a staggering 5,363 NYPD cops were injured last year. That represents a 13% increase over 2022 and a 36% increase over 2021. The Mott Haven section of the Bronx, the most dangerous for officers, 135 cops hurt. Sources tell the Post an influx of criminal migrants, bail reform laws, anti-cop rhetoric, and soft-on-crime prosecutors are fueling the increase. I think that they are 100% correct, and we're seeing it. Why would you want to become a New York City police officer in this day and age is beyond me. You are constantly attacked by the press, by uh, government officials, by the general public. You're really not allowed to do your job in an effective manner. Uh, We've seen uh, the former mayor in Bill de Blasio basically gut the police force. You know, thousands left because they couldn't stand his uh, progressive policies. And in eight years made this city so unsafe that the current mayor, Eric Adams, it has to do damage control constantly. And look, Eric Adams is the mayor now, so the blame now becomes his. Okay, you can you can sit there and blame the former mayor, and that's great. But he's he's sitting in his brownstone, living with his wife, but not his wife, while he's dating people that are married, and not married. You know, whatever the case may be, it's not De Blasio's problem anymore. It's Mayor Adams's problem. It's the city council's problem, and there are a lot of people on that city council that that don't like cops. And the police need our support now more than ever, okay? Um, police officers know they have cameras on them. They're being recorded. Um, they're getting hurt. You know why? Because there are people in our town who don't care about authority, who attack cops knowing that when they're arrested, they're going to be let right back out again. Look at what we've seen in Times Square. These two police officers attacked, okay? They were beaten. These guys escaped. Now, they've caught some of them. One guy they got, and they kept him in custody, but the rest of them they let go. They've caught a few of them, but some are still out there. And why? Because you have a district attorney in Alvin Bragg and prosecutors who refuse to to seek bail in these cases. Now, the governor is saying, oh, no, no, these are bail eligible. Oh, no, we need to educate the judges. Oh, no, we need to do No, no, no. The bail laws are the problem. Now, should the judges know the laws? Absolutely. Do they know them? I think they do. I would like to think that most of these judges are aware of what's going on. It's certainly been in the news enough. You would think it would behoove a judge uh, dealing with criminal cases would know. So why is this continuing to happen? Because the law is on the criminal side. And New York State will do nothing about it to change it. You have two leaders in the New York State, uh, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, Carl Hasty, who refused to bring the bill up to change these bail reform laws, a simple fix that will keep some of these people in jail. 
It's not meant to be with a broad stroke. It's meant to to focus on the people that break the law, that are beating police. If you beat a police officer, you should not be allowed out unless you have unless you're bail eligible. Okay, unless you have bail, maybe you can't meet the bail. Maybe you can and you get out. But if you beat a police officer, you should be in jail. There's no impunity. The chief of patrol, John Shell, has said it. Numerous cops have said it. They don't respect police officers because they know that when they get caught, they're going to be they're going to be let go immediately. You know, Al, uh, this is interesting in that article in the New York Post uh, that they write about a former NYPD uh, lieutenant, Rob Corbett. He was at one of the George Floyd protests and was hit in the face. A brick right. flew into his face, and mm. he had to have all stitches and dental sure. work, and he left for Florida and now is a cop in Florida. Now, when you hear a story like that, you wonder why anybody would want to be a cop at all well, in the first place. Exactly. I mean, the pay is not great. Uh, you make more money as a cop in Florida than you would in New York. It's a very easy fix to just you know pick up and leave. You know, the pension system here in New York City is very good for a, for a city worker, but but it's not worth the aggravation. It's not worth it's. I mean, it's not worth getting injured. I mean, and and it's a record number of cops. They're constantly getting getting beaten, hit, and, and all kinds of stuff. I don't understand how anybody would be a police officer in this day and age right now. It's it's awful, and we need to do something about it. And part of it is keep these people in jail until their trial. And you know what? Oh, they're, well, they're not getting a speedy trial. Well, then you need to fix the courts. That's a court issue. In the meantime, people need to feel safe. Governor Hochul last week talking about how she's going to spend $35 million, Okay, she's going to invest $35 million of state money, which, by the way, New Yorkers, comes from your taxes. Where do you think that money comes from? It comes from your taxes, okay, to combat all the shoplifting that's going on in the state. Here's a simple answer. You don't have to spend $35 million. Lock them up. When they steal, lock them up and keep them there. That's how you stop it. You don't have to invest $35 million. Oh, we're going to share reports. Shouldn't you already be sharing reports? You need $35 million to share reports among other governmental agencies, and I get it. Governmental agencies don't work well together. I understand the whole argument. But this is something that everybody should, be agree, should agree upon and be able to work on. You don't need $35 million to, 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 to work on shoplifting. You go into a store now in the city in a CVS or a Dwayne Reed that, by the way, haven't closed because they're consolidating or they're, they're not safe, right? You go into a Dwayne Reed, the toothpaste is locked up. The shampoo is locked up. All these different things are locked up. You need to get an associate to, to open up a case in order to get one little item that shouldn't be stolen in the first place. And yet these pieces of garbage continue to steal these things. Why? Because they don't care because they know that nothing's going to happen to them. Guy could shoplift 15, 20, 30, 50, 100 times in this city, get arrested 10 times in a day, and still get let go and still do it again. Why? Because the bail reform laws are weak. They're weak, and they give, they give the advantage to the criminal, not to the law, not to the police that are busting their humps to do the job. It's absolute nonsense. When are these, when are these people going to wake up? You know when they're going to wake up? When something happens to Carl Hasty or Andrea Stewart Cousins. Then all of a sudden they're going to go, well, you know, we really need to change the rules. No, no, no. You should be changing the rules now. You should be changing it. And it's a simple fix. And it will not oppress people. It will help people. It will make this city safer. Which isn't that the goal? I, I don't understand it. I just don't. All right, we got a couple minutes here before we break, 
and one of the things that happened, which I didn't even, you know, I saw this and I didn't really know about it. And it was sort of under the radar. First of all, when you have it, I, today is President's Day, obviously. It's when we celebrate both um, uh, Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday uh, in the same day. And what, what I didn't realize was that there was a debate last night between Andy Kim and Tammy Murphy. And nobody really knew about it because it was under the radar. The New Jersey Globe um, was um, was was hosting the debate. So if you don't know the New Jersey Globe, which David Wilstein does a fantastic job of uh, covering Jersey politics uh, all over the state of New Jersey. So they had their debate last night. Do you know, uh, first of all, it's Congressman Andy Kim, First Lady Tammy Murphy were in the debate. Menendez was invited. Gold Bar Bob decided not to. He's probably busy counting his money or his gold. Um, but... Um, they debated last night. One of the things that Andy Kim brought up, and I, I think this is a, a perfect point, is that most people don't know that until 2014, First Lady Tammy Murphy was a Republican. She was a registered Republican. Now, she claims the party left her. That's why she became a Democrat. But a lot of what she does is a Republican bent, right? I mean, she she was a Republican until 2014. Why did she leave the party to become a Democrat? And let me tell you something. If Tammy Murphy becomes a senator in the state of New Jersey, I guarantee you that Governor Phil Murphy, who will be a former governor about a year or so into, uh, about two years into Tammy Murphy's term as a six-year senator, uh, Phil Murphy's going to run for president, ladies and gentlemen. There's no chance that he doesn't run for president in 2028. He's going to do it. And this is just another way of him, you know, the the path that he thinks that he's going to be president. Okay? Um... I hope that New Jerseyans do their due diligence, whether whoever, whomever side you vote for, whether it's Democrat or Republican, and you make the smart choice. Uh, electing First Lady Tammy Murphy would be an enormous mistake for New Jersey. She has done nothing in office. She's never held public office before. She's the First Lady, and she's done some things to help out the state. But if you just let her walk in without any sort of challenge, that's going to be a problem. The fact that Andy Kim won the Monmouth County chair, uh, should speak volumes because that is Tammy Murphy's home base. She lives in Monmouth County. The fact that she lost and that they gave it to Andy Kim speaks volumes. Pay attention. Take 10 minutes. Do some reading before the primary. Figure out who it is that you want to vote for, but educate yourself. It's very important, and you got to get out and vote, whether it's Senate, the local election, the presidency, you have to get out and vote. I'm not happy with the two presidential candidates. I think both of them are old. People are saying, yeah, they're both cognizant and this and that. I don't believe that for a second on, on Biden's point. I think there's a lot of too many errors. He's made too many of them during during his career. But now I think it's even worse. Okay, I'm not super sold on, on Donald Trump being the Republican nominee. I think we needed more of a sampling of people instead of the same old retreads that were trying to run for president. But they're going to be the two candidates, it looks like. So you've got to make your choices. You've got to educate yourself before you make that choice. It's important. It doesn't take long to read some of these things. And don't just, you know, Google something and read one source. Go to a couple of different ones. That's how you educate yourself here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to jump into traffic. When we come back, I I don't know if you guys uh, saw the new uh, video for the new Billy Joel song uh, that came out uh, over the weekend, or I guess it was uh, Thursday or Friday. You really, we have, we have to talk about it, Joe. It, it's, a, it's a great video, brought a tear to many people's eyes, but it used a lot of uh, AI in the video, and it was fantastic. We'll talk about that uh, when we come back after the break at 6.20 here 
our first look at traffic or a second look at traffic this morning with Debbie Duhame. Debbie? And good morning to you, Al. Thanks a lot. And let's see what's happening this President's Day morning. Remember, alternate side parking rules are suspended. Metered rules are in effect. Subways are on a Saturday schedule, LIRR on a weekend schedule as well. Path trains are on a modified Saturday schedule as well. So we're going to keep an eye on everything for you this morning. Let's see what's happening. We've got a problem for you on 84. 84 eastbound, all lanes closed out by the Wallkill Rest Area up in Orange County. It's all due to an accident. Involving two tractor trailers, 84 westbound in toward the Walk Hill Rest Area. It looks like the left lane is blocked there as well, so be careful on 84 through Orange County. Let's go out to the eastbound BQE. You're picking up volume, getting up toward Atlantic Ave, LIE westbound, stop and go traffic, heading out toward Junction Boulevard. Sunny today, high of 40, sunny tomorrow, high of 38. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame on the Joe Piscopo Show, AM 970, The Answer. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths regular price is 79.98 for a limited time you can get this six pack towel set for only 39.99 with promo code joe p that's a 50 percent savings go to mypillow.com call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to save 50 percent on the my pillow six pack towel sets Welcome to Invite Health President's Day Sale. The sale is on now. Buy two bottles of any Invite Health product and receive 40% off retail. That's buy two bottles, get 40% off retail. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an Invite nutritionist seven days a week. 800-673-2345. That number for Invite, 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person by phone. Take advantage of Invite's limited time 40% off President's Day sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. Invite Health. Get healthy, stay healthy. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Unity Bank is dedicated to community-oriented banking and offers a full range of services, including business and personal accounts, business loans, and mortgages. Unity has locations throughout New Jersey and in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, expanding its footprint to 21 retail locations. Grow your savings with their great CD specials. Visit unitybank.com to find out more. Unity Bank is also a great place to work as 
as Unity Bank president and CEO James Hughes says, the people make Unity Bank a great place to work. We give our employees an opportunity to grow. At Unity Bank, there are no excess layers of bureaucracy as found at Goliath-sized banks. All employees have full access to management with encouragement to make decisions and grow their careers. Visit unitybank.com. That's unitybank.com for current CD and savings specials. They are FDIC insured, an equal opportunity employer, and an equal housing lender. Unity Bank, growing with you. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. If it's happening in New York, New Jersey, or Long Island, hear about it with Joe Piscopo. Mornings, 6 to 10 on AM 970. The answer. Please open the door. Nothing is different. We've been here before. Pacing these halls. Trying to talk. Over the silence And pride sticks out his tongue Laughs at the portrait that we become Stuck in a frame Unable to change I was wrong Billy Joel I'm late I forgot somehow Time can make you blind But I see you now as His first song, Welcome Back to the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Al Gattulo, Joe Sevilla, sitting in for Joe, who's off today. He will be back tomorrow. Turn the lights back on. It's his first new single in almost... Uh, two decades, not written completely by him. Uh, it was co-written. Uh, first time he's really worked with somebody writing songs. Billy has always written uh, his own stuff. And that song reminds me of stuff that he did on one of my favorite Billy Joel albums, The Stranger, uh, which came back, which came out in the late 70s. That, that, um, that angst, that sort of, you know, that, that hurt, you know, that somebody just gave him a gut punch romantically that, you know, broke up with him and, you know, things that he did wrong and things that he could change. So the video was released over uh, last week. A lot of people were watching. It's the first time over the weekend I got a chance to sit down and actually watch the video. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you got a chance to to see the video uh, at all. I, I did not. I read about it, but I didn't actually get to watch the, uh, the music video. It's amazing uh, what they did here. So they filmed Billy... In front of a piano at a hotel, um, I guess a month or so ago, two months ago. I don't, I don't know when they did it, but it was here in New York. They filmed them playing the song on the piano, and then they used AI to recreate and de-age Billy back when his career started. And you see him morph through the course of the video uh, from as a young man to an older man. And at no point in the video... Is Billy actually real? It's all AI, including, at, you know, when he's playing, it was bald head, and you know, you know, he's older now, whatever. All of it, I believe, is artificial intelligence. See, I'm not crazy about that because the problem with artificial intelligence when you do stuff like this is think of the number of jobs and the number of people you're putting out of work, the artists and no, animators. I, and people I understand who that. could be putting that together and doing just as impressive, if not a more impressive job than AI could I, do. I totally understand that, but in this instance, I think it's brilliant how they did it. 
Um, they the the did, technology is amazing. There's no denying yeah, that. I, I'll tell you where I had the problem with AI or sort of de-aging. In the last Indiana Jones movie, they, they de-aged Harrison Ford in the opening scenes of the movie to make it look like he was in the 40s again and um, you know fighting uh, the Nazis because obviously he's brought up in the present-day time in this or present-day time in the movies in right. the 60s. So they had to de-age him. But unfortunately, his voice was the same that he is now, and he's in his, you know, close to 80. You know what I mean? So it didn't really come off right, uh, de-aging him the way they did. But Billy's voice, while it has changed over the years, over the course of 40 years, still sounds relatively the well, same. Well, I was just going to say, in listening to that, his voice still sounds incredible. Yeah. And it's, I'm, a lot of singers don't age nearly as well vocally as correct. Billy Joel has. And, and understandably, I mean, he's had surgery on his throat uh, re- as recently as about a year ago or whatever. Um, he has had some issues, you know, with his throat. He had obviously he had issues with booze in, his, in uh, years, years gone past. He's largely given that up. Um, he's given up uh, smoking. I think he vapes now, you know, whatever. But, but my point is his voice still does sound very golden from when it did in the seventies to, to, to now. So there really isn't much of a difference there in the voice. The video is phenomenal. I mean, a lot of people were saying they were crying during it. It brought tears to their eyes. Didn't get me that emotional, but it was amazing to see the change and, even like the 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 outfits that he wore back in the seventies, you know, he talked about he was on the Howard Stern show last week. He talked about how um, he actually witnessed the fight between Dan Aykroyd and uh, and Chevy Chase. Oh, you mean uh, Bill Murray? Oh, Bill Murray and Chevy, and Chevy Chase. Chase. Excuse me. And uh, he actually witnessed this right before they were about to go on the air. He sees these guys getting ready to throw down, you know, in in you know in the dressing room or whatever. So it, it's 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 amazing to me. What this artificial intelligence could do for that for the video now? Do I think it should be used in a, in a lot more applications? Probably not. I mean, have we not watched Terminator and all these other movies that I don't think we should be allowing AI to? Um, we shouldn't be incorporating it that much into our life. But I think in some instances, I think there's the the net positive there uh, about artificial intelligence. I, I just thought it was a phenomenal video and a really uh, great job. Hey, uh, Joe, uh, are you? Do you know anybody who's looking for a job? Uh, I know plenty of people who are looking for right. jobs. Um, are they uh, non-smokers uh, between the ages of thirty and fifty-five, proficient in English? Healthy, motivated U.S. citizens or permanent residents? Uh, well, nobody I know looking for a job is uh, over the age of 30. They're okay. all uh, my age or less. So all right. I, I well, can't say yes to that one. If you're over the age of 30, uh, if you're over the age of 30 and you're between 30 and 55 and you're a non-smoker and you're a U.S. resident and you're proficient in English, well, NASA is looking for you. They are looking for applicants to take part in a simulated one-year Mars surface mission to help inform the agency's plans for human exploration of the Red Planet, the second of three planned ground-based missions you'll be here on Earth. You're not going to get blasted off into space. It's called uh, CHAPIA, Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog. It's scheduled to kick off uh, springtime of next year. Uh, it is a four-person volunteer crew living and working inside a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat based at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston. It's called Mars Dune Alpha. It simulates the challenges of a mission on Mars, including resource limitations, equipment failures, communication delays, and other environmental stressors. Uh, you'll have simulated spacewalks, robotic operations, habitat maintenance, exercise, and crop growth. 
The deadline for applicants is uh, Tuesday, April the 2nd. You can go to chapea.nasa.gov if you want to apply. So basically, NASA is going to spend millions upon millions of dollars to pretend to go to Mars. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a way of practice. I mean, they did this for the lunar missions, too. They sent astronauts to uh, Iceland uh, to walk along the rocks of Iceland because it's simulating the lunar surface of what they're going to find. They do this from time to time. Um, and so it's important. I mean, you have to, you know, sort of try to nip some of these things in the bud before you uh, head out into space. I think it's, a, you know, I think it's a smart thing. I know there are a lot of people who don't like the space program and think that uh, it's a waste of time. I, however, think it's a, a, an excellent use of our time. I, I don't know that I think it's a waste of time. I just think, I, I, I don't know, I feel like it's almost lost its luster. People aren't as yeah. impressed by it anymore. We've gone to the moon and right. I mean, there. I think there's some people who think going to Mars is necessary, uh, right. and then there's other people who think it's just a waste of well, time and a waste of government money. The the original plan after the moon landings back in the late '60s, early '70s, was the next step was to build a, a, a permanent base on the moon and then head to Mars. It got cut short because of the Vietnam War, because inflation jumped right. uh, immensely, because we had to pay for this war that lasted forever, and that's why they cut out the final two Apollo missions, which is why um, Apollo 17 was the last mission um, on the on the surface of the moon back in 1972. So that, that you know, unfortunately um, delayed the space program for a number of years, and the space shuttle was supposed to be a part of that reusable, you know, getting back and forth, uh, to to the moon and and putting up a permanent space station in orbit, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, before we take a break, real quick, um, this is a story that didn't get much play. Um, it was released actually on Friday, um, and I'm I'm really wondering why more people are not questioning this. So we have a we have a, a fentanyl problem in this country. Um, a lot of people being addicted to fentanyl. Um, it's coming in from all different places, and it's a major issue. But why is the top doctor for Customs and Border Protection? who tried to get his staff to get him fentanyl lollipops. This is according to a whistleblower report that was sent to Congress on Friday. Dr. Alexander Eastman reportedly spent hours directing staff to obtain the Schedule II narcotic to take with him to the U.N. General Assembly meeting in New York last September, arguing he might need them if any CBP operators on the trip were injured in an emergency or if they encountered a patient in need. The whistleblowers say they questioned how he would store the lollipops and what he would do with any unused fentanyl, to which he responded by writing a new policy regarding Schedule II narcotics. They also say at the time Eastman was under investigation over improper ordering of narcotics for a friend who works with the agency's air and marine operations. That's a big problem. Why is this guy, why was this guy looking for these lollipops? Why was he being evasive as to what he was going to do with them? And and who in the UN is suddenly going to need a lollipop of fentanyl? This is them? why I would never go trick-or-treating. I, <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about it. I'm just saying, what, what's you, going You used to worry here? about the razor blade and the apple. Now yeah. you got to worry about fentanyl right. lollipops. But I, I'm, I'm just worried. What's going on here? Why, why are we not? Why do we not know more about this? This is a major problem. Fentanyl is killing people by the minute. And we're seeing doctors prescribing prescriptions to people, writing scripts to enrich themselves and make money. We need to be doing more to put a stop to this. And this guy who's the top doc of the uh, Customs and Borders is asking for fentanyl lollipops and not giving legitimate explanations or a satisfactory explanation as to why he needs them. That's a big problem. All right. We got more news to get to, including... How two MTA workers helped an LIRR writer reunite with $30,000. What would you do if you found thirty grand sitting on a train? The story is 
and as it has a great ending. Um, when we come back, we'll talk about that. And also, Governor Hochul wants to make to-go cocktails permanent. We'll talk about that and a lot more. Coming up next on the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. 32 degrees at 636. I'm Al with Local News First. Here's what's going on. A Bronx team is be- a teen is being held without bail after a deadly subway shooting in the Bronx last Monday. Six people shot on the platform at the Mount Eden station, including a 35-year-old bystander who was killed. 16-year-old Langell Jones, charged as an adult Friday with murder and assault, among other charges. Officials say the suspect was arrested Thursday along with another teen believed to be his adversary. Both teens are accused of firing off shots. Incident happened after two groups got into a fight over drill rap, which spilled out onto the platform and gunfire erupted. Jones is due back in court on February 20th. Uh, the cops are still looking for another shooter. And as I mentioned earlier, the leading Democratic candidates for the U.S. Senate seat currently held by Senator Bob Menendez feuded over their qualifications last night in their first debate of the campaign. Menendez, facing federal fraud charges, did not attend the debate. Congressman Andy Kim, New Jersey First Lady Tammy Murphy, shared similar views on a national right to abortion and increased gun safety laws. Kim criticized Murphy's Republican background, but Murphy pointed to her work to rebuild the Democratic Party following her husband's election as governor. Murphy questioned Kim's ability to stand up to former President Trump. In sports, the Rangers rallied in the final game of the stadium series to extend their winning streak to seven games after topping the Islanders 6-5 to five in overtime at MetLife Stadium. Stuck in traffic? Debbie Duhame's got the answer. Good morning, Al. Alternate side parking rules are suspended for President's Day. Metered parking rules on effect. Subways on a Saturday schedule. LIRR, New Jersey Transit, and Metro North all on a reduced schedule for today. Let's see what's happening on the eastbound BQE. It's bumper to bumper now up by Cadman Plaza. It's an accident being cleared. And if you're heading to the southbound Whitestone Expressway, the ramp at Northern Boulevard, a crash. 84 East getting out toward the area of the Walk Hill Rest Area, right by exit 28 in Maybrook. Accident still out there. It's in the right lane. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. It looks like we'll see sunshine today with a high of 40, sunny tomorrow with a high of 38 degrees. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie do him on the Joe Piscopo Show, AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Allies Tax Service. Do you have multiple years of unfiled taxes or owe more than $8,000? The tax attorneys at Allies Tax Relief are your ally and will stop the IRS from garnishing your wages or levying your bank account. Call 800-230-5174. All right, let me tell you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes like United States Marine Corps Captain and Pilot John Jeremy Sachs. Captain Sachs sustained fatal injuries when his military aircraft crashed during training, killing him and five other service members. He is remembered by loved ones as courageous, brilliant, and devoted to his career, family, and friends. Captain Sachs is survived by his wife, Amber, who gave a birth to their second daughter three months after his death. So Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the family home for Amber and their two daughters. The foundation has helped over 1,000 military and first responder families navigate the worst of times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. Donate, please, $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number two, and then T.org. And God bless you for always helping out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Happy birthday. Hey, take a look outside. No way. An electric bike? Can I take it for a ride? 
We have a car versus electric bike crash on Main Street. Victim is a 17-year-old male and unresponsive. No sign of helmet use. Don't let your gift become your grief. Work together. Learn about controlling an e-bike and operating it safely before they ride. Wear a helmet. Be careful in traffic. Slow down and follow the rules of the road. A message brought to you by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Mike Gallagher, and Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Patriots Alaska Cruise this summer. It's going to be an incredible opportunity to engage with other like-minded patriots on an epic seven-day cruise over Fourth of July. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join Dr. Gorka and me, Mike Gallagher, from June 29th through July the 6th. Call 855-565-5519 or reserve online at Patriots Alaska Cruise. Dot com. I want to introduce you to a unique healthcare provider that may make your life easier called InfuCare Rx. Okay, under the watchful eye of our good friend Devin Patel, founder and CEO, uh, InfuCare Rx is a leading nationwide specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. So, if you're currently in need of infusion services, whether IV or sub Q infusions, InfuCare RX can offer a positive lifestyle change by providing these services in the comfort of your home rather than a clinic, you know, or a hospital. So patients of InfuCare RX have access to their full clinical team via phone and digital access 24-7 all year long. You speak with your doctor. Would you do that? And see if you're a candidate for the safe and convenient at home infusion services of InfuCare RX. Now to review the services, you go to InfuCareRx.com. It's I-N-F-U-C-A-R-E. InfuCareRx.com. It's InfuCareRx. Improving quality of life, one patient at a time. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. Money burns a hole in my pocket. Ah, the great Dean Martin. Welcome back to the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer is 642 here in New York City. Al Gattulo, Joe Sibilia, sitting in for Joe Piscopo, who is off today. He's down in Florida. He was there over the weekend uh, to uh, host a, um, do a performance uh, yesterday for a private a private event. He will be back tomorrow on the program, of course, from 6 to 10 a.m. So, uh, interesting story I saw over the weekend, uh, Joe. Two MTA workers being hailed heroes. They reunited a passenger with a lost bag of cash on a Long Island Railroad train. The rider apparently left a backpack filled with $30,000 on a crowded rush hour train around Konkama late last year. A conductor found the bag. An MTA police detective went through it. Finding a planner inside of it, the detective told ABC7 the person had an appointment to get their car inspected, so she reached out to the mechanic, was able to verify their identity before returning the money. If you found a bag with thirty grand in it, would you keep it or would you try to reunite it with the person who left it? Oh, I would absolutely try and reunite it. I, I would think that... Uh, couldn't you... First of all, isn't that illegal? Like, if I were to find a bag of you know $30,000 or some comparable sum, uh, couldn't I get arrested for keeping that uh, i think that would depend on, i mean i'm not a lawyer but i think that would depend on the circumstances obviously if you're a 
city worker and you have you worked in New York City as a police fire sanitation uh you know transit and you found it and just took it home with you yeah i think you could get arrested for that or at the very least you'd be suspended from your job or whatever in this i would hope but if you're a, a private you citizen obligation. you're a private citizen and you stumble across this bag uh, and you decide that you're not going to reunited with the person who lost it and nobody is you know there's no news story that says oh you know so-and-so has lost a bag of money or whatever i think you're well within uh, your rights to keep it I, if you want to I, I think if you're a person with any ethics or morals you would want yeah. to turn it over to the police and say i found this this is where i found it right. you know hopefully somebody I mean, finds it now i i believe now Again, my, my my whole experience of this goes by an episode of the Brady Bunch where they find a wallet with uh, a, a few thousand dollars right. in it. But they in that episode of the Brady Bunch, they turn it over, and I think if there's like a two week period where if the person doesn't come and claim the money, they get the money back. Now I don't know if that's actually the case where if you turn the money over and after a certain amount of time they would give you the money, then that would be one thing to accept the money. Then you know what I I. That's a that's a great question. I would think that if you turned it over to the police and the police couldn't find the person, then I think that that money would become would rightfully be yours because yeah. you found it. And that's a little different, though. If they absolutely can't find yeah. this person, can't locate them, or they're not seeking it yes. out, you know. But I would think you you would want to do everything you can to try and you know. I would. It's not finding twenty dollars, you no. know, in a gutter or something. No, <laughs> it, I would like to think that if I found that kind of money, that I would return it or or make an attempt to return it to the person who lost it, and I'd, certainly I would contact the authorities, that's a large sum of money. I mean, it's the same thing as, like, if if your bank, you know, over-deposits money in your account, right? You know, like, we've seen instances like that happen. Like, a guy, there was a story just recently I saw, a guy, uh, they screwed up his paycheck, they added a zero on the end of his paycheck or something like that, and he got, you know, like like a hundred grand more than he was supposed to or something. And what this guy did, instead of notifying the bank and saying, hey, I think he made a mistake, or thinking to himself, hey, the bank will realize that they made a mistake and pull that money back. No, he went right out and spent it without saying anything and was arrested for it. You can't do that. It's not well, see, your money. And, and nowadays, I think that would be far easier to happen uh, inadvertently or mistakenly that somebody would not realize that there was a bank error because so many paychecks now are a direct deposit deal where right. you're not even seeing the pay stub unless you go out of your way to look at oh, the no. pay listen, stub. Listen, let me tell you something. I look at every pay stub that comes in. I check to make sure that every nickel is in my account because it, I, I'm telling you. I've I do too, but you have to keep in mind now, you are of a, and I, I don't say this to say you're old, but you are of a different generation where you used to get the pay stub. I assure you that oh, yeah. I, there are plenty of people, my generation, younger, who would get those stubs and not even bother to go out of their way to look at it. They oh, just say, oh, we got money. No, but I know people now, I know people of my age now that, Never look in their bank account to see how much they have. Yeah, see, like, that's crazy. They just spend, not re- you know, okay, oh, I get paid every two weeks, so I'm just going to spend, and don't really know what they have in their account. I, I'm, I mean, look, I'm in charge of the bills at my house. I think if I wasn't in charge of the bills, would I, would I know every single penny in my account? Probably not. Well, it's a little different too when you have a family that you're, yeah, oh no, no, no of to course, support, of course, and you know you have a. a all of those financial obligations. Right. When it's just you living on your own, it's kind of like, well, I got enough. Yeah. Oh, it's- no, no, no. It, it, totally. Totally. But I, I lived on my own for a number of years before I got married. And look, you got rent to pay, you got bills to pay. I mean, you have to keep track of these things. It's amazing to me how people don't 
keep track of their money because of everything being on direct deposit. And look, there are some people that still want a paper check because they want to go to the bank and deposit it. Um, listen, direct deposit is great, especially for me. My, my money is in my account a day before. I mean, because my bank does that. They pay you early, which is fantastic. So if you're trying to pay bills, you get paid a day before. You can get those bills and make sure that they're on time. All right, real quick, uh, got a couple minutes here before we have to take a break. Governor Hochul wants to make cocktails to go uh, permanent in New York. Restaurant owners, of course, in New York are saying cheers to that. Cocktails to go have offered them a critical lifeline since the COVID crisis, but the law was to only temporary uh, that uh, uh, to buy adult beverages to go along with food uh, during the pandemic era. It is set to expire in April of next year. Governor wants lawmakers to put, make the temporary measure permanent, saying it's been a boon to the struggling hospitality industry and a beloved treat for customers. She says cocktails to go are in her upcoming budget. I agree with her 100%. I think this is something that should be permanent. Uh, we're seeing more and more uh, restaurants and bars around New York City closing um, and this is a way of allowing the restaurants to continue to uh, send food home to people and also a cocktail. Now, again, I, I think there are limits that should be put on it. If you're ordering two meals, two cocktails should be the, the limit. It shouldn't be, you know, I need six cocktails and, a, and an order of wings. No, I think that it should be representative of the food. If you're ordering food, you can get a cocktail. You can't just order cocktails on its own. It should be tied to the food. I don't have an issue with this. I think it's good. And I also think that it will help uh, these businesses in and around New York City because, obviously, rents are high. People are still not coming into the city, although we're seeing a return of a lot of people in offices around New York City. There are still numerous offices that are vacant without people, and that hurts uh, the economy, because people don't, you know, they're not getting together, they're not collaborating, they're not going out on a Thursday night or a Friday night and spending their money in the city. Um, it, it is becoming a major issue. Now, we, now I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to clarify, cocktails to go. So yeah. does that mean that a person can order takeout, not have it delivered, not like yeah, an Uber they go into a, you They go, can go to a yes, restaurant and yes. have it ordered to take out. See, Give me a burger, and I'll take a, a, a I'll take a, a you know a, a scotch and soda to go. I disagree with you on this okay. uh, vehemently because to me this screams that a person can go get booze, and it's just enabling them to get behind the wheel and drive drunkenly. I'm not saying everyone's going to do that. Most people have common sense, but, but I also think uh, you're talking about New York City. Not a lot of people drive in New York City. A lot of people are taking public transportation. It's co- it's cost prohibitive to own a car. In New York, fair enough. So I think within the five boroughs, I, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't, because it's one cocktail. It's not like I think you have to keep it one on one. You can't, you know, it can't be give me a bottle of gin uh, to take home. No, <laughs> I think if it's one cocktail, I, I don't think it's, uh, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. I think this is a good thing uh, for the restaurants. All right, six fifty here. Uh, we got, we got a, uh, uh, we're gonna get traffic with Debbie Duhame. We got a little break here, and then when we come back. Uh, anybody watch the stadium series over the weekend? Rangers, Islanders, Devils, they were all in action at MetLife. We'll talk about it to recap and uh, finalize the hour here at 6.51 with uh, Debbie Duhane with a look at traffic. Debbie. Thanks, Al. Yeah, please, no drinking and driving, though. Let's see what's happening right now, Al. Alternate side parking rules are suspended for President's Day metered parking rules and affect subways on a Saturday schedule. LIRR, Metro North, and New Jersey Transit all on a reduced schedule for today as well. Watch for delays on 84. 84 eastbound getting out toward exit 28 in Maybrook, right past the Walk Hill Rest Area. Watch out for this accident. It's in the right lane, that one involving a couple of tractor trailers. 
Still seeing delays on the eastbound BQE by Cabin Plaza, but they cleaned up a crash over there. LIE westbound slowing down by Junction Boulevard. Problems in Jersey on 22. 22 west at Lawrence Avenue getting into Mountainside. That's an overturned vehicle. And Westfield Avenue getting out toward Madison Avenue and Rahway. Everything closed with some ongoing utility work there. Sunny today, high in the 40s. I'm Debbie Duhame on the Joe Piscopo Show, AM 970, The Answer. This is the Prager Minute with national conservative icon, Dennis Prager. So here's a man who says he's a woman advocating that Minnesotans amend their constitution. Sure that trans people are afforded a full and equal access to protections in perpetuity, which is why we must pass a fully inclusive equal rights amendment this year. Passage of a trans-inclusive ERA and the long-term protection of trans rights is crucial for the long-term health and safety of my community and of all of our communities. Most Minnesotans don't support this, but they don't do anything. But you realize that what this means, if to cement this in perpetuity, this means that all Minnesota female sports must be allowed to have anyone who identifies as female competed in those sports. That ends female sports as we know it in the state of Minnesota. For more Dennis Prager, sign up at PragerTopia.com. This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. I discovered Nerve Renew while searching for something to relieve the pins and needles pain in my feet, because I have neuromas there. I've lived with that for 25 years. I couldn't be happier with the results. The discomfort has been so reduced, I got rid of my shoe inserts. Right now, they're offering a special bonus gift to new customers. You can find it at NerveRenew.com slash Prager. Again, NerveRenew.com forward slash Prager. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Tell you about living with everyday pain. You know, you, you live with it. You don't have to. You don't have to because Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight back against pain, 100% drug-free. Relief Factor was developed by doctors searching for a better alternative for pain. Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients like turmeric and omega-3s to help reduce or eliminate the everyday aches and pains you're experiencing, whether it's neck, neck back, joint muscle pain. Relief Factor can help you feel better. Unlike pills that simply mask your pain for a short time, Relief Factor helps support your body's natural response to inflammation. Right? How about that? So you feel better every day, all day. Over 1 million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit, and nearly 70% of people go on to order it again. Relief Factor isn't simply about feeling better. It's about living better, living the life that you want, that you deserve, doing the activities that you love. Now, you see how Relief Factor can help you with the three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only nineteen ninety five. It comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. You got nothing to lose. Please visit relieffactor.com or you can call 800 for relief 800 for relief you know. When you feel the difference, you know it works, and I think Relief Factor will work for you. 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. It's the AM 970 Weather Answer Forecast. 
After a little bit of snow fell over the weekend, we're going to be looking at nothing but sunshine for the next couple of days, starting off with a high temp of 42, dipping down to 27 overnight, and then we'll see a high of 41 for tomorrow. Heading into Wednesday, sunshine sticks around, just a couple of patchy clouds, the high hitting 44, and then into Thursday, it is going to be milder, but sunshine gives way to increasing clouds and even some rain overnight. This is meteorologist Jeff Nordine on AM 970, The Answer. The band is Five for Fighting. That's 100 Years, one of their big hits uh, from the Battle for Everything. It's hard to believe that this album is 20 years old because it came out in 2004. Obviously, Five for Fighting. For those of you who are hockey fans, you know you get Five for Fighting uh, during a game. Uh, Anybody watch the uh, stadium series over the weekend? Rangers Islanders played yesterday uh, at MetLife. Uh, Rangers ended up coming back in that game and winning in overtime. Huge win. Um, and the Devils played uh, Saturday night against the Flyers. They uh, crushed the Flyers. I think the final was six to uh, six to three in that one. I actually sat down and watched that game because obviously I'm a Flyer fan. I thought it was great. I thought what they did at MetLife was wonderful. How they set up the rink. Uh, they had this theme of you know New Jersey is known for its parks, so they sort of had like park benches and stuff all set up. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. They had so many people come out. Now, would you catch me? Going out there in that uh, ice-cold weather, probably not. Um, but it was a, a, a wonderful event. Uh, the uh, The next one will be held next year uh, in Columbus at Ohio State. Uh, the Blue Jackets will play at that one. And it was announced yesterday that the Islanders in the UBS arena are going to host the All-Star Game next year. So that is uh, that's some great news, especially for the local hockey teams uh, in the area. All right, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, Joe DeGeneva is going to join us at 725, and at 740, Sergeant Joe Imperatrice is going to join us about the story we spoke about earlier about how over 5,000 cops have been injured on the job in 2023 and what can be done about it. All right, news is coming up in just about 20 seconds, and then your national news at the top of the hour. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Al Gattulo and Joe Sibilia on the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970, The Answer. Opinion. Passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 31 degrees at 659. I'm Al Gatulo with local news first. Here's what's going on. Long Island Railroad planning to provide more service after events at MSG. The MTA trying to take some stress off riders who find themselves rushing out of the garden before the encore of the final buzzer. MTA officials say they'll eliminate some trains with low ridership to create two new trains from Penn Station, supplementing late night service that was implemented last fall. Riders on the Babylon, Far Rockaway, Long Beach, and Ronkonkoma branches will see the biggest shift when the schedule goes into effect on March 4th. The changes include service adjustments to accommodate track work across the system. Thousands of participants gearing up to take a dunk in the frigid water of the Jersey Shore. The 31st annual Polar Bear Plunge and Seaside Heights benefiting Special Olympics of New Jersey takes place on February 24th. Last year's event raised over $2.4 million. You can register at plungeseaside.org. Newly elected New York Congressman Tom Swasey will be sworn in on February 28th. The Democrat won the District 3rd special election last week, held to replace 
expelled GOP lawmaker George Santos. Swazi will finish out the remainder of the 2023-24 term, having bested GOP candidate Mazi Pillip to win the district, covering parts of New York City and Long Island. Swazi now returns to the seat he held for three terms before stepping down to launch an unsuccessful bid for the governor's office. You now know what's going on. I'm Al Gatulo, AM 970, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.